Welcome to my homestead, y'all. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. I'm working to create a home with a little farm, a little faith, a lot of food, and a bit of funky. I'm learning all about growing and preserving our food supply, raising chickens and children, and becoming more self-sufficient while leaning hard on Jesus. And I want to take you along for the ride. So grab yourself a cup of something wonderful, and let's visit a while. Hey y'all, this is Jenny Veliki. Welcome back to another episode of the Funky Farm Girl podcast. I'm your host, also known as the Funky Farm Girl, and this is episode 65, Stock Up for Winter. This week, I want to give you um, just a prep guide for the coming winter. Um, things that you can think about, things that you can stock up on now um, to make winter just as cozy and wonderful as can be. But before we get into that, let's do this week's listener shout out. This week is a review from one of my faithful listeners, Sarah Seiler, um, and she says, wonderful for anyone, any place seeking to homestead. I have so loved listening to the Funky Farm Girl. Each tip that she shares is well thought out and timely. I'm so grateful for her wisdom and knowledge and that she'd share it for free. This podcast has been so lovely and helpful as I've sought to make my home more self-sustaining. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. Sarah, I have loved seeing you and your homesteading skills grow over the past year or so, and I'm so thankful for all of your time um, listening to the podcast and excited for all the things that you're learning. So thank you, Sarah, for the review and thank you for how you support the Funky Farm Girl. So this week, have you been to the store recently? Were you able to find everything on your list? Did you see any empty shelves? Honestly, I was at Walmart today and there were major gaps in almost every department. Um, Where did all the Lunchables go? Lots and lots of meat shortages, especially with beef and pork, um, and lots of missing spices in the spice section. So this week, I want to talk about how to stock up, but specifically for winter. Um, Fall is arriving in just a little bit it's really fast approaching and we're starting to slow down and this season of busy busy canning and preserving and harvesting and gardening is drawing to a close um and you know even if you have a fall garden the fall garden season is so much more chill than the summer um and you just begin to go into a slower pace. And so as we begin to do that, I want us to start thinking ahead to winter um, for a couple reasons. But um, the biggest thing I want you to remember is that 
prepping in general just means that you are preparing for things to come. Um, To prep is to plan for things to come. You are the keeper of the food and you are the keeper of the home. Um, My friend Allison over at This Prepared Life um, really touts those two things quite often. You're the keeper of the food and the keeper of the home. And preparation means you're planning for things to come. And I think if we keep that in mind through today's discussion, it will help us as we talk about stocking up for winter. So in August, um, I participated in the Every Bit Counts Challenge. Um, I talked about that a couple episodes back. So if you go back to episode 63, you can listen to that. And you can also find out your own different ways to make the use of every little bit that comes into your life. Whether it's overripe produce in your refrigerator because you bought just a few too many bell peppers. Or maybe it's that you're purposefully buying bushels of peaches. Um... There's just all kinds of great information in that episode about how to take all the little bits and bobs of your kitchen and preserve them and set them aside and how every bit really does matter and really does add up to a lot of preserving um, over the course of a month. So August was the Every Bit Counts Challenge and September is National Prepared Month. And so with National Preparedness Month, we want to kind of really focus on how can we prepare the homestead. As homesteaders or aspiring homesteaders, how can we start to think ahead to the coming months and plan for what's to come? Okay, so even if you do not think that there's any kind of issue with the supply chain right now, even if you are just very assured that you're going to go to the grocery store and what you need is going to be there from now on. Um, Even if you think that there's no possibility of a shutdown again or the pandemic getting worse or any of those things, even if everything was completely normal right now in the world, which we all know that it's not, winter brings its own unique challenges and things to plan for. And so for this episode, I really want to focus on those. And you can apply that to possible food supply issues or supply chain issues or the pandemic and things like that. But really, even without all those things, there are things that we need to prepare for for winter. One, it's just going to make you more sane. I don't know about you, but when it's cold outside, especially where I live, where it rains a lot in the wintertime and it's just cold and wet and miserable. Um, and then it, it gets windy and there's nothing I hate more when it's cold outside than for it to be blowing wind and be wet. So I prefer to stay home as much as I possibly can. I am a hibernation hermit and So there are things that I begin to do right about the time school starts back, right about the time people flip the calendar and start talking about fall, I start getting my little hermit cave ready for winter. So that is really where I want to focus today. Because even in a normal year, 
Winter's going to bring its own challenges and things to plan for. You may have weather events where you live. Maybe there's an ice storm. Maybe you get snowed in. Maybe the roads are closed because of one of those things. Maybe that causes the power to go out. You need to be prepared for those scenarios in your area. Um, when it's cold outside and people are indoors together a lot and all breathing the same air, people are going to get sick. They might get sick with that famous little virus that's going around right now, or they might just get a cold. They might share strep throat, any kind of thing like that. They may get the flu, uh, and you want to be prepared when they get sick. You don't want to go out in that cold, blustery, wet weather to go to the store to buy Gatorade because your kid's throwing up. Because chances are, if your kid's throwing up and your husband's at work, you have to take said throw-uppy kid with you to go and get that Gatorade. Let's keep you out of that scenario. Um, another thing that you need to think about as far as planning ahead and thinking about what's coming maybe your income changes in the winter time um michael works as an automotive technician for honda and everybody is focused on in the fall they are putting their money towards school and expenses and they're starting to think about christmas and they're putting money aside for the holidays and they're not spending as freely as when they're traveling in the summertime or going on vacations and things like that so he's not getting as many jobs to do so he's not getting paid quite as much so his his income takes a dip in the winter time so there are things that i need to do for our family to make sure that our food supply at home and the, the other fun things that we like to do are able to stay steady because I've planned ahead for those kinds of things. Um, like I said before, winter is downtime for homesteaders. You may live by a totally different clock of seasons where maybe this time of year is when things start to speed up for you. Um, I did an episode last year about living in the rhythm of the seasons. Um, so if you go to episode 36-ish or so, um, maybe early 30s, um, there's an episode about living in the rhythm of the seasons where I talk about based on the harvest and the, and the beginning of the garden and the season of work in the garden and then harvesting and preserving and then everything goes gets put to bed and everything rests the garden rests and you get to rest so that you're equipped to start all over again in the spring and so that's the way my natural rhythm works and so winter time is time for me to rest and it's downtime and so I want to plan fun things to do and I want to have things available to me during that time and I want to make it as stress-free and relaxing as possible so as many of my responsibilities and things that I can take care of ahead of time the better and the more chance I get to be that hibernation hermit that I really want to be in the winter time and last but not least let's just go ahead and identify the elephant in the room here Christmas y'all Christmas is four months away can you believe it? Three months, actually. Now it's September. So we have October, November, December. Um, 
yeah, we're it's gaining on us fast. It will be here before we know it. And this year, you don't want to be caught behind. You don't want to look up from Thanksgiving dinner and go, oh no, it's almost Christmas time and I haven't bought a single thing. If you start now, you can have that harried free holiday that you've always wanted. You can have that stress-free Christmas. But it means stocking up and starting now. And using National Preparedness Month. I have a hard time with that word. Um, Using National Preparedness Month to prepare for Christmas just gives you one leg up when it comes to the winter season. Because if you're not running around with all those crowds and you're not stressed out and you're able to eat well and sleep well during that time, guess what? You're not getting sick on Christmas Eve. You're not having a whole family out with the stomach bug the week before you leave for winter vacation. Um, So let's think through some of these things. Let's be keepers of our home and keepers of our food. Let's plan for the things to come now. So even with all those things, like I said, even in a normal year, those things are going to be pressing in on us. And then when you add in the pandemic, a possible shutdown, supply chain issues, rising costs in the store, everywhere, um, we need to get ready, y'all. We need to start taking this seriously and start thinking through some of this stuff. So how do we prepare to go in to hermit mode? How do we become hibernation hermits in the winter if that's what we really want. And even if that's not what we really want, what can we do to have a stress-free holiday? What can we do to keep our family well and to deal with sickness and stuff when it comes? So we're going to look at four different areas that we can begin to prepare for now. And as I'm looking at my list, I have already thought of another one. So let's do five. How about that? So first off, food. Um, you need to stock up on some food so that you're not having to run to the store every other day. Um, one, it could be dangerous on the road if there's ice or snow. Two, it's just a pain to go out when it's cold and wet and miserable. Um, three, the fewer times you go to the store, the less money you're spending. So let's stock up now so that we can minimize all those things. Um, in the winter time so stock up on staples like rice and pasta and beans for me coffee is a staple coffee is a basic necessity it's not an extra thing it's a basic necessity and I'm sure that for most of you it's the same um, you want to stock up on canned goods and condiments and things like that things that you use every single day Make sure that you have lots of those. Maybe cereal, oatmeal. Um, Just think through your day. What do you typically eat? Stock up on those things. When you're buying, buy two extra. And just begin to do that over this month. And by the end of it, you'll have a pretty good little stockpile going. Um, Baking supplies. Flour, sugar, butter. All those kinds of things that you're going to use. Chocolate chips things like that, go ahead and start buying a little bit of extra now instead of blowing all of November's grocery budget on baking supplies and Thanksgiving dinner and then you're eating PB&J the rest of the month. Go ahead and start buying a little bit at a time now 
And then when November comes, you're, you're going to be ready for all of that baking and holiday goodness that you want to be doing. Um, go ahead and make some soups and freezer meals or even buy some convenience foods like frozen lasagna or chicken tenders. There's going to be nights that you're going to be stressed out. You're going to be busy. You've just taken so-and-so to this practice. You've got to go over here to this play. You have this activity or that party. And it will be so wonderful to have something that you can throw in the crock pot or throw in the oven to cook or set on the stove and simmer while you're working throughout the day. Um, so go ahead and give yourself that gift. Um, things you prepare now will be just fine to eat in December or even in November. Um, so go ahead and start stocking up on those kinds of things. And then think about comfort foods that make you feel cozy. Or maybe it's just special treat things. Uh, I tend to have seasonal affective affective disorder in the winter time. I um, have wrestled with depression on and off for um, most of my adult life. And I have learned that winter is really, really hard on me. I love to hibernate because I absolutely hate to be outside when it's cold and miserable. But not being out in the sun not being around green things, um, not having the activity that pushes me to go and to do, um, really affects my depression. And so having things that turn that hermit mode into something indulgent and cozy and self-care and restful, um, has really really helped Uh, and I think last year was just a really really good um, winter as far as those kinds of things go because I was more aware of what helps to fill my cup during those seasons when I would normally struggle so think through what kinds of foods make you feel cozy Um, we do bougie coffee (laughs) Um, we have a Um, milk heater and foamer little canister thing it's about the size of a of a little coffee grinder and you pour the milk in there and hit the button and it heats the milk and whips it into a foam or you can set it where it doesn't do the whipping and it just heats the milk Um, and we use that for hot chocolate we use we buy flavored coffees in the winter that we don't have during the rest of the year and we'll sprinkle cinnamon on top of that or we'll buy cans of whipped cream to put on top and we just we make bougie coffee and it makes us happy Um, we have a lot of hot tea the kids drink a lot of hot cocoa and I buy little mini dehydrated marshmallows to put on top of it and they love it um we have already begun to stock up on things where we can make some adult beverages Um, my husband and I like to mess around with trying to create a new drink or a new combination and that's fun and sometimes I enjoy like a hot toddy or something like that and so having those kinds of things around that just make that that night or Um, special or fun Um, and then you have things like fresh sourdough bread 
Um, maybe you like to bake. Um, any of those kinds of things that just scream comfort and cozy to you. Um, make sure that you have those things around and that you're stocked up on those so that when you're sitting there and you're feeling a little blah, you can do something like this to do a little something, something special for yourself that will help pull you out and make you feel filled up again so that you can keep going through this dreary winter. Can y'all tell I don't like winter? <laughs> um, another thing as far as food goes, you need to, don't forget your animals. Stock up on extra dog food and cat food and kitty litter. If you have chickens, get as much chicken food at a time as you can afford to buy so that you don't have to go every every so often. Right now, I have to go buy chicken food every two weeks. Um, this winter, I will do everything I can to go buy all of it for the month if I possibly can um, and stretch it out. It will help that we will have everybody on the same kind of food by then. Um, but... It is going to be difficult to go every two weeks for me. I will not want to drag myself out of my warm, toasty house. Um, so, number two. I'm going to go ahead and throw in this extra one right now before I forget about it. Make sure that you have things around the house that make you feel cozy. Stock up on candles Stock up on essential oils to run in your diffuser. Stock up on batteries so that you can have them for flashlights if you need them or to recharge that remote for the Wii or whatever it is that you need batteries for. Um, pile up a bunch of blankets in your living room. We literally behind our couch just have a huge little mountain of blankets and it Every time somebody sits down on the couch, they just reach around behind the couch, between the couch and the wall, pull a blanket out, and sit down, and, and they're just cozy. Um, we honestly use blankets all year, but especially in the winter, I make sure that we have lots of soft and cozy blankets and fuzzy socks. So, get your slippers now. Get your socks now. Buy your fuzzy blankets. Get you some batteries Make sure that you have candles and those kinds of things, especially if you have a power outage. Um, all the cozy things that are going to make you feel just all warm and snuggly. Um, stock up on those kinds of things because those kinds of things are just as important as the food is when it comes to your emotional state and the happiness of your family because remember you're the keeper of the home and you set the atmosphere and doing things like this make um, winter something that's warm and cozy not something that's cold and sparse and bare so with that one added in let's go to what is now number three illness we need to stock up so that we're prepared for illnesses. It is inevitable that sometime over the course of the winter, someone is going to come down with a horrible cold or flu. Someone's going to have a stomach bug. Someone's going to have strep throat. Um, or they may get that other virus that's going around right now. And you need to be prepared. 
Um, one of the things that I did when my kids were younger, I don't do it as much now, um, but I think that especially for younger kids, but it would even still be good for teenagers and for adults as well, is a get better bucket. In that bucket, I put things that you're going to want to have when you're sick. What do you crave when you're sick? Do you drink a lot of bone broth? Do you only want like applesauce and peanut butter crackers? Do you eat jello? Do you need Sprite or ginger ale or Gatorade? Maybe you drink hot tea because your throat hurts or because, you know, you can get some lemon and honey in that way. What kinds of things like that do you reach for when you're not feeling well? And then what kind of medications would go with that? Um, Do you have cold and flu medication? Do you have something for sore throats or something for upset tummies? Whether you're using essential oils or or conventional medicine, knowing that you have a full bottle and that it's in that bucket so that everything is all in one place. Because when you're sick, really, the last thing you want to do is run around your house and try to gather all this stuff up. So to have it in one spot, then you know that nobody ate the saltines for snack the other day and now you don't have any. Um, You can also put things in there like zinc and vitamin C to help you get better more quickly. Um, Maybe you have a special cup in there that you drink out of when you're sick that makes you feel better because maybe it's your Disney princess cup or maybe it's just something that makes you smile your favorite tea mug or something like that Um, and then think about things like a deck of cards a book you've been waiting to read um, activity books that have puzzles and things in it things that keep you from doing something like vegging out in front of the tv for four days straight Um, to give your mind something else to do in case that's what it wants or your kids Um, other things that you may want to stock up for for illness even if they're not in your get better bucket Um, like I said zinc vitamin c elderberry syrup vitamin d Um, I take extra vitamin d in the winter because I'm not getting that sunshine Um, so I have to make sure that I take that to keep my spirits up because I really need the vitamin D. Um, cough drops and cough syrup, sore throat spray, cold and flu meds, stomach meds. Um, you also want to check the medicine that you already have in stock. Check everything for expiration dates. See if anything's old and needs to be replenished or replaced. Um, see what you have plenty of and what you need more of and while you're in there doing all that go ahead and check your first aid supplies how are you doing on band-aids bandages um, medical tape neosporin um, those types of things do you have moleskin to put in your shoes if your if your shoes rub and give you blisters I also have like a little chicken first aid and I'm, I'm going to check through that and make sure I have everything for that in case they need things like um, bandage wraps and that kind of thing. So then number four is stocking up for the holidays. What can we do now 
to start getting ready for Christmas so that Chris, when Christmas comes here, we can actually enjoy it and not just go completely bonkers trying to get it all done. Especially if we're having to do it somewhere where we are quarantined and wearing masks and can't get in and out of stores like we would like to. What would we do? What could we do now while it's easier to do those things? Um, number one, obviously you can start looking for gifts. You know, keep an eye out for things um, that go on sale. Look for things on clearance. Um, look for just things that make your people happy. You know the kinds of things they love. Um, so go ahead and start thinking of those and set them aside. Or start asking your kids what kinds of things they're thinking they might want. Start setting your budget and making your plan and making out your Christmas card list. Those kinds of things are things that you can go ahead and do now while you're under that cozy blanket with that mug of hot tea. Um, and then when Christmas comes, you're going to be prepared. You're going to be ready to go. So once you have those gifts, think about stocking up on gift wrap supplies. How much tape and scissors do you have? Um, we just had all the back-to-school sales. Is there any of that that's still on sale that you could go and stock up on and get extra scissors? I don't know about you guys, but we have eight pairs of scissors in our house, and at any one time, I might be able to find a pair. Um, we have two designated places to put them, and they are never there. Um, I have found them in every place but there. Um, but now's a great time to buy extra scissors and extra tape because they've been on sale from office supplies for back to school. Um, also look for gift wrap and gift bags. You may say, whoa, Jenny, it is September. We just got into this month and you want me to go find Christmas wrapping paper? Y'all, Hobby Lobby's already got it. Is that not insane? They have already set up their Christmas section. They even had Christmas trees out. I was not very happy about it. But um, for those of us who want to plan ahead, now's the time to go get thee to Hobby Lobby <laughs> and buy what you need so that you have it. And as you bring stuff in, you can wrap it and label it and keep it in a pile until you put your Christmas tree up at whatever time you decide that that needs to be. And you'll be ahead on Christmas. Um, you can also think about special foods. Um, one of my friends um, on Instagram, Our Busy Acre, was posting the other day about the fact that she has already bought the foods that they will eat for Thanksgiving dinner because she's looking at supply chains and things like that right now and she's worried that some of those things may be harder to get or more expensive when Thanksgiving comes. So she's going to go ahead and buy her ham or turkey and put it in the freezer and she's going to think about all the dishes that are must-haves at their Thanksgiving and she's going to go ahead and buy those things now and put them aside for Thanksgiving. Uh, it also helps to have a plan in place just in case something happens and we end up shut down and quarantined and can't be with our family like we would like to be. So um, think through those kinds of things um, when it comes to the holidays. 
Another helpful resource if you go to the list of podcast episodes beginning with episode 32 all the way through 35. I did a four-part series last year called the Homestead Holiday Series. Everything from planning to um, gifts for people who homestead, um, things to ask for, things to give, um, homemade things that you can make to give to other people. Lots and lots of stuff on there about making your homestead holiday just the best it can be. So I really hope that you'll go back and listen to those episodes if you weren't around to hear them last Christmas. Again, that's episodes 32 to 35. And last but not least, we want to go into hibernation mode. We want to be a hibernation hermit. And so in order to do that, well, I want to be. You may just think that it'd be fun to have some of this stuff around. I prefer to hibernate when winter comes. So what do I need in order to do that? There's lots of things that you can stock up on that, like I said, are going to make that season more cozy and enjoyable. Things like crafts. Do you like to create things? Um, I'm not really crafty crafty, but I love to paint. I love to draw. I love to do a little embroidery here and there. And so I'm going to make sure that I have supplies ready to do a few of those kinds of projects that I can pull out and work on over the course of the winter months. Um, You can do those things just for the fun of it. Or maybe you decide that there's something you would like to give as a gift. um, Something that's handmade. Um, My mom mentioned maybe this Christmas that we could all give each other gifts that we've made instead of things that we've bought. So um, I'm going to be seeing her this weekend and talking to her some more about that. And I may begin to start planning that now. And I can help my girls to begin planning that too. Um, Spend some time organizing. Do you have things that need to be cleaned out? Um... Do you have things that need to be rearranged or repurposed in a way that makes your homework better? I do all of my home projects, organizing, decorating type things in the winter months because when the sun's out, I want to be outside. And I have lots and lots of work that keeps me busy outside in the spring and summer. And then late summer into early fall, I'm in my kitchen doing all the canning. And so when all of that work is done, I focus on the inside of my house. What can I do to simplify and declutter my house so that it's, it works better for me during the busy times of the year? What can I organize differently? What can I do to set up or pare down or streamline the way my house runs? So I work on those kinds of projects and things through the winter months. Um, think about board games and puzzles that you can do with your family. Uh, growing up, we always bought a puzzle that we would do from Thanksgiving to Christmas, and we would just work on it together as a family. It would just sit out on the kitchen table, and whenever anybody had a minute, they would sit down and work on it for a little while, and it was just a family project to do. Maybe you start a tradition like that in the winter that you sit together and do puzzles while you watch your favorite movie or something like that. Speaking of movies, 
Make a list of movies you've been dying to see, but you've been so busy with The Harvest that you haven't been able to sit down to watch TV. Anybody besides me been like that? Maybe there's a new TV show on Netflix you want to check out. Maybe you've heard about an awesome podcast uh, and you want to catch up on some episodes. Make a list of all those kinds of things. And then start checking them off and going through those. Um, Another thing that you can stock up on is books. Whether that's books from the library or books from Amazon or even books that you buy from somewhere like thrift books where you get the books um, used and they're oh so cheap. I love thrift books. Um, Start thinking about books that you would like to stock up on to add to your collection. This year I plan to pare down my cookbooks to the ones that I really really love and enjoy and use that fit the focus and the style of cooking that I'm trying to improve and work on and then I want to supplement those with homesteading books in print. I really want to make sure that if something were to happen and we were to maybe lose internet or power or things like that even if just for a couple days that I would have resources that I could go to in print that helped me to see what I could do Um, whether it be for sewing in handcrafts whether it be for taking care of chickens um, building a flower garden any kind of homesteading task um, butchering chickens um, or an art and craft that you like or something that teaches you a homemaking skill I also really want to read books about homemaking in the winter time so that's on my stock up list too um And then stock up on things for self-care. This winter, I want to take lots of hot baths where I sit and soak. I want to take really good care of my skin by using balms on my heels and my elbows where I get very, very dry. And using moisturizing masks on my face and on my hair. Um, during a time when the air is very dry and can be really rough on my skin. And so I'm going to stock up on things that help me to take really good care of myself during the winter months. So we covered quite a bit today. I really expected this to be a shorter episode, so thank you so much for sticking with me. So I want you to start thinking now. What do I need to do to get ready for hermit mode? I want to go into hibernation this year, all stocked up and ready for my long winter's rest. And I hope that you will get stocked up and join me. See you next time. Thanks for stopping by, y'all. If you're inspired by what you've heard today, the best compliment you can give me is to share the Funky Farm Girl with your friends. You can stay connected by following the Funky Farm Girl on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Until we meet again next week, remember to bloom where you're planted.